Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to my second episode of my podcast called Every Talk. I am excited to be here, and I hope you are just as excited as I am to hear our second episode um, on Every Talk. Thank you for tuning in, where every conversation is about real life shit and how I found a silver lining around very dark fucking clouds. And I am your host, Tanya. Welcome. For anyone new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you please hit that follow button, that notification bell, and definitely share with a friend. For my returning peoples, what's up? So glad you're here. I hope you're just as excited as I am. So for today's episode, I wanted to get into friendships. And I really feel like friendships are a really big part of everybody's life. Um, And there are three different types of friendships that we're going to get into. And I'm going to define each one. And I'm going to touch base on some of them that really impacted my life and got me to where I am here today. So let's get right into it. Excuse me. So friendships. There are three different types of friendships. There are reasons, seasons, or a lifetime. All right. So now I'm gonna define the first one, which is gonna be reasons. Now, this really hit home for me on this one. So the first one that's called reasons is, the definition is people who come into our lives for a reason and help us physically, emotionally, or spiritually and may transform our lives completely. That shit is deep. That is really deep because you, You may not even know it at the time that they are just put in your life for a reason. But I I instantly, I already know who this is related to in my life, in my experience. Um, Just to give you a little backstory. Excuse me again. It's allergy season. Um, I lost, especially for all the newcomers, I lost my mom at a very, very young age. And at the time when I lost her, that's um, in turn when I found out my sister and I had different fathers. Uh, To put it shortly, uh, she was raised with them and I was raised in the foster care system. Um, Back then, you could just do what the hell you want to do. And I left the foster care system because that was, it was hard in the foster care system. It's like baby jail, you know, and you got to sleep with one eye open. You got to fight all the time. You got to protect your stuff and it, it, it was an experience that I wouldn't wish on nobody, but I made it through. I'm here today. So I left this, the foster care system and I was out and about and I was staying with a person, uh, a gentleman, and he was, you know, addicted to drugs. He was on crack. And I should have known, I was young, I was naive. I should have known that that wasn't going to last long because apparently, you know, he wanted something in return for him letting me stay in his house and that wasn't happening and for the people that really know me know me um back then i was very petite but i always walked around with a knife or a blade or something and my butterfly knife was my baby i never left home without it never left nowhere without my butterfly knife so um to protect myself i cut him i ain't stab him but i did cut him and yes you know what happened after that he kicked me the fuck out now it had to be, you know, wee hours in the morning, two, three o'clock in the morning. 
I'm walking down the Ave. I'm crying. I'm scared. I got nowhere to go. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, what the fuck? What, what am I going to do next? And sure enough, a truck came by. I don't remember the type of truck it was, but it was a truck and it was blasting baby face. So as it's blasting baby face, this guy um, gets out the car in the passenger seat and I stop, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck is about to happen? So I got the knife in my hand. I'm shaking. I'm crying for what just transpired. And then the, the guy the driving got out the car. So the guy, the passenger, his name was Retard. Yes. Yes. That was his name. That was his street name, Retard. The driver... His name was King. So they had a conversation with me. They calmed me down. I, and I can't remember the conversation because this was many, many moons ago. But um, to end it, I got in the truck and I ended up in the fucking Bronx. Do you believe that? Ah, oh, man. I ended up in the fucking Bronx with two strangers I knew from nowhere, okay? Nowhere. And when I tell you these people treated me like their sister, I was baby girl to king and I was diamond to retard. And I'm going to put this out there. That was my nickname back then, diamond. He always said I was diamond in the rough. And I'm going to put this out there. That was before Players Club, okay? That was before Players Club. Love the movie, but that was before Players Club. So I had to name diamond first, damn it. All right, so, oh, man, I tell you, this shit be bugging me out. So, anyway, so they taught me how to survive, you know. They taught me, you know, never shit where you rest your head at. Um, They just taught me the the ways of the street, the rules of the street. And there are rules, at least back then. There was a a code of conduct between, you know, thugs and and street people and shit like that you know it, it, it's it was it's a different world than it is now you know it's funny because i saw a tiktok back then and, and it was a mom with her son or whatever and she was like you know the difference between us and i we could all probably relate to this is that we were raised on drug dealer music these kids now are raised on drug user music we are definitely not the same okay so they taught me how to survive. They taught me all this stuff. So now they rest their head in the Bronx, but they did their dirt in Queens. Goes to show, never shit where you rest your head at. So they taught me how to just pretty much survive in the street. I was out there with them, um, but I was baby girl. No one can talk to me. No one could tell me nothing. I was under king and retard. So, <clears throat> you know, they they... They really, they really took care of me. You know, they went, bought me clothes. They fed me. They, they always talked to me about guys. They always talked to me about the rules of the street. They, they, they really, really was there for a reason. And I say that because there was an incident that happened with uh, King and his uh, baby mother. His baby mother apparently got turned on to drugs and her friend, uh, must have did some real, you know, fucked up shit. And she got called down on it and got beat up pretty bad. I mean, they had a wire her mouth. I mean, really bad with brass knuckles. Bad, okay? And um, after that, I left. I left. I, and I can honestly say, 
during my time, you know, God and my mom was always, always with me. It was never a doubt. It was just like, it was like something that went off on me when that shit happened. It was like, all right, Tanya, it's time to go. And that's exactly what I did. My biggest regret in, in that is that I never went back or, or I never followed up, never called, never did any of that. It was just like done, you know? And that's why I said this is more relatable to me for a reason. But I always tell my husband that if ever you ever see me run into two men or one man or jump on them or for whatever reason, you're gonna know that's either king or retard or both of them. They saved my life. They genuinely saved my life without wanting anything in return. N never disrespected me, never wanted anything from me, but to show me how to fucking survive. And that's exactly what they did. I love them genuinely. I will carry them in my heart for the rest of my life. And I, my one of my biggest regrets is I don't remember their name. You know, I don't remember their name and I just wish that I can just see them one more time. I just pray for them. I just pray that they're good, they are right, their family's good. But I don't know if they even have knowledge of the impact that they had on my life. And I can honestly say I'm almost certain that each and every one of us had a relationship that was there for a reason. And while we in it, we may not know that that is their purpose, but in turn, that's just what it is. They're there for a reason. Oh man. Whew. Sorry, got a little emotional there, boy. I tell you, this is it's kind of therapeutic for me too, man. So I just hope and pray that they are well. And um, I hope that I see them one day before God decides to take me home. I really do. And if they ever come across this podcast or whatever the case may be, oh my God, holla at your girl. I would just love to give you guys a hug. Whew, Jesus. All right. All right. Next, <laughs> next definition for uh, friendships is uh, a season. Now, season relationship to me can be a little confusing because you may think they may be for a lifetime or they may be some friends that may fall in a category for a season and a lifetime. So check it out. So this is the definition for friendship, uh, seasonal friendships. People enter our life to make us aware of our strengths, which we may not be knowing they may greatly inspire us and aid us in realizing our true potential. Now, I have a friend. I have this girl. She was there for me. She was my seasoned friend. Wherever you see her, you see me. Wherever you see me, you see her. We did dirt together. That was my ride or die. That was my right hand. You can't tell me nothing about this girl, okay? And in turns... That was my seasonal friend. We was there all the time. But I also consider her to be a lifetime friend. And the reason why I say that is because even though her and I have grown apart or she may like different things than I like or we may do things differently or we don't even talk to each other as often as we would like or often as we should or whatever the case may be. But it doesn't matter because she will 
always, always be my lifetime friend. You know what I mean? Like, if she needed me now, I would drop everything and I would go ahead and help her out or, or be there for her. And so that's why I feel like she falls into two categories, a season and lifetime. Because for that season, it was just all about me and her. We used to do our dirt together. We used to have fun. We used to go clubbing. We used to do everything together. That was my that was my bitch. That was my right hand. And that was my seasoned friend. But she's also, to me, a lifetime friend that I wouldn't always have. So I know I can call on her at any time and she will be there and vice versa. So I would definitely have to put her in a two the 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 season uh the seasonal friend and a lifetime friend. Now I do have other seasonal friends that they were just there for that season and they still made an impact. And that's the thing. I think each of these category type of friendships all have an impact on your life. So even though my seasonal friends, they still have some type of impact and they helped me along the way in my journey to where I am today. So I am very, very grateful for everybody that I have encountered, whether it be reasons, seasons, or you know, lifetime is lifetime, right? So let's get into lifetime. Alright. Oh. oh, I'm getting old. So here goes lifetime. Lifetime is people who form an integral part of our lives as they are with us for a lifetime. They assist in developing a solid support system and contribute greatly in who you are as a person. Damn. They assist in developing a solid support system and contribute greatly in who you are as a person. That's deep right there. And you know what? It's funny because it's like friendships are like sincerely romantic relationships. You know, when you find that person, when you find your person, you know, that's rare. You know, when you, I, I know someone that's, they married to their I think it was uh, elementary, junior, high school sweetheart, and they're married, happily married, and everything. And that's her, that's her person. And I think friendships, when it comes to lifetime friendships, they are just as important. And I, I, I am grateful and thankful to know that I have that lifetime friendship. Uh, the, the, the friend before that I was talking about that falls into two categories. And then I have another lifetime friend that has been with me. She's like a sister from another mister. And she is one that will call me out on my shit. Okay. And that's the thing. You want a friend that you can be your authentic self. You want a friend that you don't have to watch your words. You don't want to have to think before you speak. You want to just be who the fuck you are and you know that person has your back. They genuinely have their your best interests at heart. And that right there in itself is really fucking hard to find. And my lifetime friend, my lifetime friend, her name is Carol. She just left here this weekend. We had a great weekend together. And one thing about her is like I can tell her anything. I mean issues with my my, my 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 husband at the time or my kids or my self-doubt or any fucking thing and genuinely she will know whether when it's time to just shut the fuck up and listen she will know when it's time for her to call me out on my shit she will know when it's time for her to give me her advice and no matter what the situation is I know in my heart 
that anything that comes out of her fucking mouth to me has my best interest at heart. She means me no harm. She wants me to um, succeed. She wants to see me happy. And I want her to be happy. And that's why I say that's my lifetime friend. She will always be there with me. I love her so much. She is like a sister I never had. A sister from another mister is an understatement when it comes to this woman. All right? And I love you, Carol. If you're listening to this, because I know you are, I fucking love you, motherfucker. Okay? Now, another lifetime friend, and I'm definitely blessed to have, well, I guess three, right? Because the other one falls in the two-category season and lifetime. And the other uh, lifetime friend is like a little sister to me. Um, we met at work and I just, we just automatically clicked. And that's the thing for me. It's like, I know instantaneously if I'm going to fuck with you or not. Like my spirit is cool with you. If my spirit is, I'm wrestling with you and I don't know where you are coming from. I don't like serpent like people. I don't like people that's fake that speak to you one day and, and act like you don't, they don't know you the next. I can't fuck with people like that. You know what I mean? I like people that's real. You got an attitude. Have your fucking attitude. We all grown. Don't take everything so personal. That's another fucking thing. Everybody is so, everybody takes everything so personal. I never recall my lifetime friend, Carol, one day her and I wanted to go to, I wanted to go out to this club we used to always go to. And I call her out and I'm like, yo, listen, let's, you know, let's go out this weekend. And she barked at me. She's like, I want to have to go out every weekend. Some weekends I want to stay in my house. I was like, ew, okay. Left it alone. And it's like SpongeBob 3D, three days later. She calls me and she's like, yo, Tanya, let's go out. And I threw back at her what she said to me. I don't have to go out every weekend. I sometimes, and she bust out laughing. So I say that to say that, yo, we all grown people. We have lives. We have children. We or, or we taking care of people. We have our parents or, or our husbands or whatever the situation is. We are all fucking grown. Stop taking everything so fucking personal. You understand what I'm saying? Step back, give them their space. And then if, if, if it affected you or you felt some fucking sort of way, then talk to them. And if you feel like you can't talk to them or be your authentic self and, and put your issues and be like, yo, I didn't like how you came at me, then that's not your fucking friend. All right? If you feel like it's going to cause beef or something like that, then that's not your fucking friend and you need to move on. All right? And... That's who I am. Like, we have that. We, I don't take nothing personal. We we got each other's back. I know that I, if I ever need her or, or, or anything, that's, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my sister. That's my sister from another mister. And the, and damn, I just went to one subject to the next subject to the subject to the next subject. I don't even know where I went. I got real deep somewhere else. I was talking about Sarah. Oh, shit. Fuck, I fucked up. Anyway, all right, hold on. Let me rewind a gunshot mean forward. I requested it, so I rewind. All right. So, the last friendship that I have that's a lifetime is Sarah. She is like my sister. I love her so 
fucking much. She is a genuine person. She's just a ray of sun. Oh my God. She is just as sweet as can be, you know, and she always, you know, calls me for advice because she knows I got her best interests at heart. And just because she's younger than me don't mean that she don't even give me my advice. She gives me advice. So it's like a, a one hand washes the other. And, um, I love Sarah. She's a sister that I never had and she will always be my sister and she will always be my lifetime person too. So I will take her with me to the day I die. Love you, Sarah. Love you so much. One of my biggest supporters when I'm down, she calls me. I, I, you know, I, I gotta say that I am sincerely, sincerely blessed to even say I have two solid, three solid lifetime peoples, but two that I interact with on a regular basis. I am so grateful and thankful to God and my moms to be given me, to have given me such good people in my life. And I'm still finding good people. Today, you know, today in, in, in moving from New York to Virginia was a really hard move for me. I don't know nobody, you know, and you know, you go to work, you meet people, whatever. And, and sometimes they're just Monday through Friday peoples, you know what I mean? But I have, I have met good people in my life that I can actually see me fucking with people outside of work. And, and, and I am grateful to those people because they support me and they don't really know me and I don't really know them, but I can tell that their spirit is good. I don't know. Maybe it's a little corny, but that's how I feel. So I say all that to say friendships are very, very important. You know what I mean? But it's a two way street. One hand washes the other. You can't, one friendship can't be stronger than the other friendship. You can't always be putting your issues or your problems or whatever on one person. And then that person don't have nobody to come to because it's just always about what your issues are. You have to set your shit aside and you have to be a two way street. You supposed to be just as strong as they are just as strong for you. Understand that. And if you have that true friend, hold on to them, hold on to them because I ain't gonna hold you this day and age. You never know who's for you or who's against you. They, they got these two face people. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, but know your surroundings, fill, fill people out, listen to their words. You know what I mean? Listen, check out their body language and everything. You'll know who's for you and who's against you. Keep your eyes open. And when you find that person that's with you, you hold on to that person because friendships are deep. Friendships are needed, is necessary, and is just as important as any other relationship. So that's it for my second episode. Woohoo! I did it. I did it. I did it at every talk. Yes. So once again, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And most of all, I hope you took something positive away from it. So I leave you with this. Hidden scars are like badges. You wear them with honor. Until next episode, just make sure you follow, share, and hit that notification bell. And make sure you tune in next Sunday for the next episode. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I really fucking appreciate all of you guys. And enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of the week. And you be blessed. Mwah.